Hey, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to our podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Keith B. This is the F Your Feelings podcast, a statement that's actually a question about faith, family, fatherhood, friendship, and everything in between. I got my brothers here tonight and, uh, you know, uh, bringing on a new addition. Uh, he, he was a guest in our last podcast, but uh, now he's he's a permanent member to the squad. Welcome, my brother, Lorenzo. Lorenzo, how you Appreciate doing tonight, it, man? man? Not bad. I'm glad to be on board, man. Thanks for having me. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And as always, we got the veterans in the house. Your boy Mike, David, David and Mike. How y'all feeling tonight? Hey, what's good? We're blessed, man. How everybody feeling? Feeling good. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, Classic. man, we got a good, 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 good discussion topic for tonight. Um, but before we do that, wanna shout out all our listeners um across the globe, man. You know, it's crazy how people are tuning in these days, man, like, you know, just in different parts of the world, especially to that one brother or sister that's tuning in from Idaho. I, I, I We would love to hear from you because we don't know a lot of people in Idaho, you feel me? So, you know, as always, man, if y'all ever want to drop us a line, you can hit us up on our Facebook at FYFpod or our Instagram at FYFpod. Um, we have our email address as well, FYFpod at gmail.com. Or if you want to drop us a line, you can hit us up at 407-243-8449. All right. Well, cool, man. So interesting topic. Oh, before we jump into the topic, um, just real quick, you know, I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Um, you know, if, if you're in the States, um, this is the, the the ultimate holiday season where everybody bypasses Turkey Day and jumps into Black Friday. And it's basically Black Friday <laughs> till Christmas. So. Shocking. You know, everybody get them orders in early. Everybody. Absolutely. You know, shout out to all our people working at USPS. Y'all don't, you know, go crazy on nobody. I know I know y'all being overworked right now, you know. And especially and, and in addition to that, FedEx and UPS, you know, the, them brothers and sisters, they be grinding during this time of year. So um just want to also shout out to Amazon fulfillment. <laughs> Yeah, yes, yeah. sir. Amazon fulfillment. Yeah. The hardest workers in the industry. Hey. Yes, yes. They they got their own NBC series about how uh, 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 brother Bezos be working the shit out of them. So yeah. <laughs> shout out, shout out to them. But um, but yeah, man. In all seriousness, man, like you know, want to wish everybody a happy holidays. Um, we're uh, we're gonna be on a, a limited uh, schedule at least for the rest to, for the remainder of the year. Uh, we'll probably do one more show before the end of the year, but um, yeah, man, we just we just want to be able to you know take time for ourselves to to re-energize and, and you know come up with fresh topics and, and spend time with family. So um, just wanted to give y'all a heads up. All right, so tonight's topic is centered around anger management, right? And it's 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 uh it's funny y'all bring that up. Like I, I feel like I had a period in my life where like I was just always angry you know what i'm saying like like as a as a young black man um you know coming up and then you know a part of me felt like i had to be that way to a certain extent because you know how it is man like you know unfortunately amongst amongst the black community we 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 have a tendency to prey on the weak you know when in regards to men so you know you got to kind of put up this facade that you you hard or you tough or whatnot and so you know you, you try to at least for me i tried to channel that through anger but in all seriousness, man, it's a, it's a serious topic. Um, I know a lot of brothers, uh, you know, have have issues dealing with uh, their anger and, and how to manage it, right? Like how to how to stay calm in certain situations and be able to 
you know, navigate through those waters, you know, in a, in a mature fashion. So, but um, just to jump right into it, one of the first questions that I thought about was, uh, what is the trigger? Like, like what's a, what's a trigger for, for some of you guys in regards to your anger? Like, what what do you uh, encounter that would cause you to like instantly like flip a switch and go, you know, zero to a hundred? Um, can y'all can y'all think of anything? For me, I think my biggest trigger. Um... To this day is people people preying on weaker people, people messing with people that can't really defend themselves. Um, I think that's that's my biggest biggest thing. I'm, I'm a sucker for the underdog. So when people start messing with other folks that that can't really handle their business, then um, a lot of times I get in trouble and I ain't even got nothing to do with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, especially growing up, you know, and and. Like you said, I, I was always that, that angry, but I was chill mode until somebody did something, something that that I felt was stupid, and then it's like automatically ready to fight. It is it's from one to one hundred. I didn't have that buffer to to be like, yo, a gauge. It was always, hey, somebody did something. It's like, hey, y'all chill, and they say something to me, and then we ready to fight it, instantly. It ain't, it's, it's no questions asked. So I think even now, still my trigger. Um, it's people messing with folks that, you know, that can't defend themselves. I agree. That's definitely a trigger. What about Lorenzo? So I guess, Dave, would you say that you you get angry on behalf of other people? Do you get angry for yourself? Um, it's it's not not necessarily angry for myself. I feel like if 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 somebody can't can't take can't defend themselves, leave them alone. You know, so you got it, so you got the thick skin. Oh yeah, I'm good. You can say whatever you want to say, you know, to me, and I'm, I, I pretty much laugh it off. But if you mess with somebody else, and I'm, I'm sitting there chilling, I'm, I'm more so, hey, chill, leave him alone, you know, because with, with me, we could kick the fat all day, and we could chop it up. But whenever somebody's messing with somebody else, and I know that it's hurting them, and they can't defend themselves, that's more so. Whenever I'm like, hey man, shut the f up. <laughs> and, and you know what I'm saying? It's just straight out, just shut up, leave him alone. And that turns into something uh, would usually turn into something else because a lot of times they ain't gonna, they ain't gonna say nothing stupid to me. Mm-hmm. They'll say something stupid to people around me and not think that I'm gonna say something. Anybody else in regards to a trigger? Um, I'll jump in. So, kind of when I, when I think about anger, I mean, all of y'all admit me. I don't, I don't. I'm a pretty chill guy. I don't really get that angry for myself like what I asked Dave. I, I get angry about some issues and stuff but that's more of a you know this this isn't right you know something should be done indignation um but one of the things i i learned about myself in the last yeah five six seven years is that i was very angry going up um even though it didn't seem like it i didn't lash out you know as a kid adolescent whatever uh, didn't punch holes in walls or act out or do all kind of you know things that you know especially you know in the black community we associate with angry young black men but um, it definitely caused me to shut down on emotions and mm. block off unpleasant parts of my life and you know after studying I'm not gonna go all the way to you know the super deep details until unless we you know get there but a lot of it kind of stemmed from processing feelings around my parents split and uh and when i say processing i mean not um you know i always remember the one time that you know my mom she tried to take me to counseling as you know i think i was like 12 or something like that 
And I still feel bad to this day because I stonewalled the hell out of that lady that was trying to help me. <laughs> you know, she tried to get me to talk about stuff. You know, how you feel about this? You know, let's talk about that. Gave her nothing. And, um, you know, I realized looking back on this because, you know, I was so angry and it was kind of a directionless anger. I wasn't angry at like my dad or my mom or anybody in particular. It was just, I guess, angry that the life that I had known changed and didn't really know what to do with it. So it took me a long time to realize that that's what was going on and how that was affecting different parts of my, my, um, my life and relationships because it, it has a spillover effect. Right. So that's kind of where I come into it. No, that's that's deep, man. That's deep. You know, I mean, so it sounds like, like you said, the uh, the uh, splitting of your parents was the trigger, and then obviously, you know, you going through the motions trying to deal with it. You know, and it's funny about you know when you when you seek help. You know, I mean, you yeah, I mean, obviously in, in your situation, it was it was your mom, but you know, it it you have to be in the right like frame of mind to actually want help to receive it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. And, you know, sometimes, you know, especially at a young age, we we're, I don't think none of us are that mature or far along to have that sort of um, social awareness to, to be able to assess whether or not we need help on something. Um, it's, it's usually not until later in life where, you know, we can identify it and actually deal with it, you know. But, um, so I really like this topic. Um as always, when we have topics like this, it makes me do a little bit of research. So according to Healthline.com, an emotional trigger is anything, including memories, experience, or events that sparks an intense emotional reaction, regardless of your current moods. According to this document, emotional triggers are usually associated with post-traumatic stress disorders. Mm. Um Common situations that trigger intense emotions include rejection, betrayal, unjust treatment, challenged beliefs, helplessness or loss of control, being excluded or ignored, disapproval or criticism, feeling unwanted or unneeded, feeling smothered or too needed, insecurity or loss of independence. And that actually really hits home to me just thinking about uh, my own life. A lot of the triggers, yeah, are, are literally deeply personal. Um, one of my soapboxes in life is in regards to uh, children. You know, I'm from a large family. I'm, I'm the oldest. I have small children. So I'm very passionate about issues related to children. You know, because children, you know, typically don't have the ability or the aptitude to defend themselves. And but I, but I think the part that I want to focus on uh, discussing triggers is how do you how do you manage those things? You know, Keith referenced um, when to get help or, or getting help in those those situations. I think that sometimes you may not even know that something is a trigger for you. Yeah. I use a trigger for me that I didn't realize was a trigger, you know. I can I can go back to specifically, you know, challenge beliefs and um, or um, uh, rejection. Actually, um, we can go back a couple years ago, you know, dealing with uh, when, when my wife and I had our first child, um, we we all, we had an expectation that, 
you know, we would get this help from friends, fa- from family, you know, specifically close family. And, you know, I think Keith hit this topic a few pods back. But when you didn't get the the help that you all that we you were anticipating or expecting, it really it really struck a nerve. Mm. You know, I didn't know it was going to strike a nerve. I didn't know how it was going to affect me. I also didn't know how it was going to manifest itself. And, and And I'll be frank. I mean. It manifested itself in ways that I didn't even see coming. It, it turned into resentment to the point that it changed the way that I interacted with my family. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm very thankful that I am alive. I'm very thankful for my health and my strength that I've had a chance to sit down and discuss a lot of these topics with them to find resolution. But I, I was unaware that I was uh, really struggling with those things. You know, it's kind of like, you don't really realize that you're in a situation until you st- take a step away from the situation and then see the situation. You know what I mean? For sure. Completely. For sure. For sure. So, and, and, and Mike, I, I want to ask, man, what, like, what made you have those expectations of somebody else, you know, to help in that situation? What 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 set that what what set that unfair expectation for them, then for you to be upset with them, when they didn't you know, perform or do whatever, you wanted them to do. I think, for lack of a better way to say this, I think that sometimes when people are excited, they just run their mouth, and I mean that's really the best way you can describe it. And then when you hear it. So many times, oh, you know, once the baby's born, we're going to see you guys a lot. Or, you know, once such and such happens, we're going to be down there on the weekends and, you know, you can always do this or that. But then, you know, after the, the excitement of the new baby, life goes back to normal and you're like, well, you know, I was going to come this weekend, but X, Y, Z. Oh, I was going to come next weekend, but, you know, another another situation happens. And before you know it, it's been four months. You haven't received any help. And you're like, man, what happened? Then you realize only time I see you all is when we go. Right. You know? Right. So right. I'm the type, man, if, if, you know, I can I can take it. Like, seriously, it's not a big deal. But, you know, when, when the expectation is set and it's reinforced, it feels like a total letdown, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. Totally agree. Um and I asked that question because growing up, I was always mad with my father cuz he wasn't there. So for me, I had all these expectations of what he should be doing, how he should be doing it. Why isn't he here? Why this ain't happening? And um I was pissed about it. And right. and and literally that was that was that fueled like 80% of my anger growing up. As a kid, you know, I used to look for the for the for, for a fight. <laughs> you know, what I'm I would wait for somebody to say something crazy. You know, what I'm they wouldn't say it to me because they already knew that. Guess what? This joker gonna blow off. He he gonna, he gonna pop off immediately. As soon as you say something, he gonna be ready to act a fool. So, for me, man, like the fact of my father wasn't there was automatically okay. I'm pissed with. Everybody and every it spilled off into to how I played ball. I spilled off into so many different things and in, in, in a different form of aggression when it was more so the fact that he wasn't there. So 
let me ask you this then, and, and I think about this often. What is or what are some of the root causes of anger? And I would argue that a major root cause of anger is fear. And it could be fear of not feeling uh, a feel a fear of feeling inadequate, uh, a fear of not um, being loved. It, it could be a number of things. So I would argue that so a huge um, root of anger is fear. How do you see that in your life or some of the things you've experienced? Um, I don't think it's more for me. It wasn't wasn't really fear. Mm-hmm. It was more of why am I not good enough? That was always just like, okay, I'm doing all of these great things. Why am I not good enough to where you would want to be here? Why, you know, um, what did I do to be in this situation? Even as a kid, it's like, what did I do for you not to be here on my birthday? What did I do for you not to call me? It was always like, okay, I did something. So that would piss me off is like, okay, if I did something, so now I'm mad and I'm going to go do something. Right. <laughs> so that was more of, of, of the way that, that it played out in my life. It wasn't, it wasn't the fear um, of, of, of rejection or uh, the fear of, of messing up. It was always me feeling like, okay, I didn't do enough. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't help in this situation. I could have done this. I could have done more. I should have done something different. Um, and that that played out it more so because it was like, what did I do for him not to be there? So now I got to compensate that in other areas. Right. It's like it gave you a complex. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Big time. I, I had. I had. I had. I had to go get it. It was. It was no questions asked. I had to make it happen. And truth be told, like now, sometimes I get so caught up into, even now I get caught up into that mode. It's like, no, move. I got to get it. I got to do it. Leave me alone. Move. <laughs> and and then I got to real come back and be like, whoa, whoa, slow down. What was, put a pin in that. What was that emotion right then? And that is, is um, even, even now, man, sometimes I, I, I blow off. I do. Hmm. Man, that's, that's deep. Steve. I feel like mine are like shallow stuff, like like kind of petty um, in comparison to that, man. Um, when I think about my own personal triggers, I think the number one thing right now that's a trigger for me is uh, being taken advantage of. Um, for, for people, for most people who know me, I'm a, I'm a pretty nice dude. I mean, I, I mean, I, I talk a lot of shit, but at the same time, I'm a I'm a pretty nice dude. I, I like like if we're friends and like I, I'm legit, like like we're legit friends. I will I will go to you know links in to 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 be there for you you know in, in your time of need and and I've I've always uh tried to do that for for those that were around me um you know when 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 I could but if I ever feel like our relationship is um like parasitic like it's just one way you know or um you know I, I was talking to my wife about it like reciprocity is a big thing for me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so um, it's something I ha- I've really been having to pray hard about because in a lot of ways, I'm looking for it to come back the same way that I gave it. And mm. and that could be a dangerous thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's not that's not what the Lord had intended, right? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm blessed to be a blessing, but my blessing ain't got to come back to me 
the same way that I dished it out, you know? Right. Um, right. And sometimes I'm looking for it from the same source. Cause in my head, you know, we're like, you know, like, Oh, like, you know, people, people say this a lot. Oh, oh, that's fam. Oh, oh, we family. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But, but, but we ain't family when, when I'm in need, you know what I'm saying? Useless words. Right. Right. Exactly. You feel me? So that's, that's, that's something I've been struggling with a lot. Um, I've been praying about it a lot. And, uh, you know, I mean, kind of like, you know, to, to, to Mike's point, you know, when he was talking about his family in regards to, you know, being there for him, you know, in, in his early years of being a dad, um, you know, I, I went through the same thing. And so, you know, I, I think about my upbringing, you know, m- my grandparents stayed, you know, watching me and my sister, um, you know, but to, to, to not have that resource as, um, as readily available as, 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 as we wanted. Um, really at, at all um, when we were living in Florida, um, that was, that was frustrating. So, you know, but that's, that's, that's trigger number one. Um, I think number two is uh, pride. I, I'm not, I, I, it's like, a, it's like toxic to me, bro. Like, I feel like, mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel sick being around people that are so prideful and have no humility about anything that they do, especially, especially black people. And I know that sounds rough, right? Because, you know, but, 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 but when you think about it, so many of us had to start from the bottom, you know what I'm saying? So many of us had to like climb our way out of the, out of the ditch, you know, and onto whatever mountaintop that we sitting on. And so, you know, to watch somebody stand before you and act like, you know, they just better than everybody. Deep down inside, I'm like, nigga, you came from the same spot I did. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And in a lot of ways, personally, if I'm, if, you know, not trying to boast, I feel like I'm doing it better than you are. You know, but you don't hear me standing up here talking shit or putting down people around me. So, personally, for me, you know, I, I, my parents taught me to stay humble, stay humble in everything that you do, and God will continue to lift you up. You know, give all praise, glory, and honor to the Lord. And, you know, he'll continue, he'll continue to lift you up. You know, so when I come across pride for people, that's, that's a, you know, that's, that's that's tough for me to handle. I I typically have to lead the room (laughs) (laughs) before I say something, you know, and that last one, the last one for me, man, is, um, what I said, uh, pride and, uh, that last one just slipped me, so it must not be that important. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man. But 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 those are my top two. So, you know. Yeah, nah, nah. That pride thing is huge for me too, bro. Like, nah, be humble, because truth be right. told, you know what I'm saying. It's it's not too many of us that that could miss a couple paychecks. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. So breathe easy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For real. Yeah. And there's a lot of folks out there that's puffed up, man. Oh, dude. Okay, I remember the third one. The third one, it, it goes in line with the pride thing, right? Because most people that I meet that are like that, they like to size me up. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, <laughs> bro, like you, ever, you ever had somebody size you up? Like, you ever had somebody just look you down and look you up? Like, like Ooh, I hate that. Like, nigga, I could take you. Like, I bet he'll just go ahead and try you, right? Yeah, yeah, right? Like, come do it man. then. You know what I'm saying? Like, Especially I, I mean, at work. I, Oh, bruh, 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 work. You know, my daddy told me something a while back and it, it had me rolling, but he was he was 100% accurate. A lot of people say and do things at work 
like they can't get knocked the fuck out on the block. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 like you can't take this ass whooping. Now I might get arrested, but you gonna take this ass whooping. Like, I guess we going to jail today. This today. Exactly. Like, like they, you they, they think one. that they don't work with people that ain't got the capacity to snap like that. And and I'm like, nah. you know, I'm 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 very leery about what I say and do to people. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't know who you're dealing with. You really don't. You know. I mean, that's why we were all nice at one kid in high school. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, dude. Right. Yeah. Yo, hey, shout out. To, remember my homeboy Julian? Hey, that that that, that brother was crazy. Like, <laughs> hey, that, man, Julian, good people though. <laughs> yeah, he, he, yeah, I gotta go see people. Julian, but yeah, nobody tried Julian, bro. Like that, we had a homeboy, light skinned brother, well, glasses, look kind of nerdy, real soft spoken. Nigga stayed with a knife or, or some sort of weapon on him at all times. And I'm just like, bro, we are on a college campus. What is about to go down right now? Yeah, he, he was he, he, he was about it. Like, yeah. Mm. You go over the apartment, just guns. Like, just guns on top of guns. <laughs> Nigga had to move off campus because he had so many guns on. Like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. No. But, but yeah, man. Yes, so, sir. Yeah, sorry to interrupt. But yeah, that, that third thing. Yeah, like being sized. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. Nah, bro. Like, and, and like you said, though, bro. It, it all goes back to you know that that pride in testing, folks. You don't never know what people can do, bro. Like, yeah, I promise yeah. you, don't. And 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 what you just said is so true. The toughest dudes in the room that will show up are the ones that sit back in the cut, ain't saying nothing, ain't bother nobody. Yeah. Them, them the ones. You know what I'm saying? You some some jump off and <laughs> next thing you know, <laughs> no, they releasing. It's like, uh oh. <laughs> exactly. Uh oh. <laughs> Time to go. Yeah, but yeah, man. Now nah, um, to, to be gotta, honest with y'all, man. Oh, go ahead, though. I was gonna say, so I got a follow-up question, you know, after we talk about triggers and everything like that. I'm wondering, um, for you guys, what was the what was the trigger that made you say, All right, I have to deal with this? Um, and, and I'll give you an example. So, you know, I was talking about earlier, you know, a lot of my anger as an adolescent was, you know, in retrospect from, you know, my parents' relationship and that kind of thing, my, my family life. But then there was also a second stage after I became a young adult, you know, college, starting off in the workforce. Um, and I didn't, uh, I didn't, it was, it was very, very subtle. And what I realized was this had to do with um, relationships and my social life. And at a certain point, I realized that the resentment that I felt about comparing my life against other people's life socially, like, oh, you know, this person is so lucky they have all these different opportunities to have, you know, relationships or, you know, whatever young men worry about, you know, being compared against their peers for. And I, I realized that that resentment was building in me and threatening any future relationship that I would have. And it came to a point where I had to, <laughs> I'm being serious. I had to go out on my porch, get down on my knees and pray to God to take it away from me, take the anger away from me and help me understand that that's just your life. And, you know, we were also talking about, um, you know, some of the things we do to deal with it. You know, part of that experience came with accountability because I have been flirting with the idea that I think you see a lot on message boards. You know, I spent a lot of time as a kid um, on somethingawful.com. You know, you see a lot of, especially young men, 
Um, I don't know if you guys ever heard about the incel movement, people that just, you know, oh, I can't get laid, you know, all this kind of stuff. Um, I have bad love relationships and it's just the urge to blame everything, you know, from their romantic life, their professional life, to everything else on other people. And that was never something that I really did deeply. But as far as like, you know, oh, why isn't my life as fun or interesting? It's like a lot of that had to do with the choices that you made, that you being me made. And number one, a lot of that was God protecting you from yourself. And number two is who you are. You know, you didn't make these choices in, in, in a vacuum and that's part of your personality and you need to own that. And when I came to that realization, it was like a, a bucket of ice cold water being thrown on that hot anger inside of me. So I don't you know for, for you guys, you know, when when was that inflection point where you had to sit down and be like this? I need to deal with this. Right. Mm. Um, For me, man, it's 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 when you don't you know, I mean, I'm going to say in summary, just you don't have peace of mind, like to the point where like it's driving you almost like, like insane. Like, 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 like other people start looking at you like this, this Negro is crazy. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like to the point where like you losing sleep because, you know, you still mad about something that went down, you know, two or three days ago. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, that's, that's, that's when, you know, it's, it's done become toxic and, uh, and, and, and yeah, you got to nip it in the bud, man. I mean, you know, and and honestly, bro, like you know what you describe, getting on your knees and praying. I mean, bro, that's that's yeah, that's 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 always gonna be you know, solution number one. You know, and then ain't nothing wrong with following that up. You know, sitting down and talking to somebody. You know, whether it be family, friend, or or you know somebody with a PhD. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, For real. it it uh you know you got to work it out, man. You got you got to work it out. I mean, there, there's been several issues that I've come across in my life that had me on the like on the edge of my seat, where I'm just like, I literally felt like I was going insane, you know. And you know, as men, you know, obviously we don't we ain't gonna broadcast the shit. Like we don't talk about it, you know. But uh, but yeah, dude, like you know, and yeah, man. I mean, if if it's if it's gonna cause you to lose sleep. If, if if it's gonna be on your mind days after it's a, it's happened, then it's 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 something that definitely needs to be uh needs to be nipped in the bud. So that's that's where I'm at with it. Um, I agree. I definitely think that um, if you are someone that's going through something right now, uh, if you can um, look for a licensed therapist in your community. And it's always wonderful if that option is not available, like Keith said, you know, friend, family, loved one, those those options are great as well. But um, speaking to someone that is a, a non-biased, out, out of the picture, licensed therapist is probably the, the best option that you can choose if that option is available for you. Um, but to answer the question, I knew that things had gotten bad um, when I realized that I wasn't capable to fully dedicate myself in relationships and not just romantic relationships, friendships, those types of things. And I, and I know where it started. Um, I realized that 
you know, when, when you're dealing with situations and problems and we all develop coping mechanisms. So one of my coping mechanisms was to, uh, was one was humor and compartmentalization. And compartmentalization is great until you are in a situation where you have to allow yourself to feel. Now, um, trying to enter a relationship where you can't commit yourself emotionally literally defeats the purpose of being in a relationship. So, you know, I'm very thankful in my particular situation that my wife, she could see those things. And she was probably the first person to sit me down and say, hey, you need to deal with this. You know, you need to go to, you need to figure out the root and the source of what has brought you to this point so you can move forward and we can move forward. And that was a very powerful moment for me because it actually opened up. um, One, it allowed me to really reflect upon myself and open a lot of those boxes that I had previously closed um, that I wasn't even willing to face. So yeah, uh, being vulnerable, especially as a man, is extremely difficult. It's extremely difficult to to allow yourself to feel. And, and I'm glad we're actually talking about anger. Society has taught us as men, as black men, uh, specifically that there's only one emotion that we're allowed to publicly express. And that is anger. Any other emotion, not acceptable. And, and let, let's be for real about this. So, for example, um, how many times have we seen a situation where someone had just lost a loved one? And, you know, they're human. So they shed a tear like, man, why are you crying, man? Tough that up. You know, man, like, man, that was my daddy. I don't care. He a man, ain't he? I'm like, golly, dude. David laughing. But but it's true. It's, yeah, it's yeah. really it's really true. So it's just like and then you think about the way that societally we are taught the difference between raising little boys and little girls. Little girl falls down. Oh, baby, it's OK. If you need to cry, that's fine. That's all right. Express how you feel. That young man, hey, boy, you get up, you shake that off. We don't have time for that in this house. So then what happens as a result of that, you get these emotionally constipated grown men. You put them out in the world. And and these young ladies are like, what did you just do to me? You know, no offense to those who are in uh, uh, different types of relationships. You know, we love everybody. So we're only speaking about our own experiences right now. Um, Love who you love. Do you the way you're comfortable. But yeah, so but then and and those are things that you even now you can see when you talk to, for example, if you talk to a couple about a relationship. And um, again, speaking strictly from our our points of view, um, you get one person, they give it their way. The other person gives the other way. And it's just like when you sit them down together, like, wow. This is not what we're talking about. Like you two are on two different planets. Like, what are we talking about here? So I, to bring it full circle with the anger thing, I think I think it's podcasts, you know, our podcasts and just different mediums, man. I think people have to be comfortable being themselves. You know, don't let society define who you are and how you are. You know, um, 
if you're an emotional person, that's fine. Be an emotional person. If you're not an emotional person, don't be an emotional person. You know, if if you just be yourself, express those emotions because those emotions have to come out. They can either come out in a healthy way where you've learned to process them or they can come out in a way you don't expect, you know, blowing up at someone because you've allowed things to manifest and build. That's not healthy. So, you know, we talk about health. We're talking about overall health. We're talking about physical health. We're talking about mental health. We're talking about spiritual health. We're talking about all of these things and they all equally matter. And, you know, it's funny that when you were talking about like, you know, how, how men talk to each other in regards to their emotions, it's funny, bro. Like that's, that's how I think we were raised, but this, this generation coming up, nah, I don't know that it's, it's different. <laughs> it's, 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 it's different, bro. Like you, uh, I don't know, you know, they ain't, they ain't as a, you know, and then even, even then, like, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm saying it like, like I'm, I'm tough or, or whatever, but you know, my pops, he come from another generation, that, that old school generation. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> so, you know, well, they definitely didn't talk about their problems, you know, <clears throat> or you would no. be called words like, like sissy. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. You know, but um, don't but say yeah, nothing man. about I feel I nothing none mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ain't, ain't, ain't about what you feel. What 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 are the facts? Right, right. right. So, uh, but yeah, man. But nah, uh, just just to, to double back on that um, that piece of like when did I know that I had to get myself together? Shoot, man. Um, I was at Campbell and I had these guys came in the barracks showing out, and bro, I clicked. It was like four of them. And by the time it was all said and done, um, one of my friends, everybody was scared. Blood was all over the place. And it, it was crazy. And um, my first son, he came, they called my first son in. And my first son looked, he was like, what in the world happened? He was like, hey, clean it up and we'll talk about it in the morning. And um, and straight up, he, was, he told me, he was like, hey, look, I, yeah, I, I took care of the police. I took care of everything. He's like, bro, but you got to go get some help. He was like, you got to go figure out what in the world happened. And um, and that's 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 what I did. You know, he set up appointment. And, you know, I went in and chopped it up. But um, straight up, if it wouldn't have been for him, bro, it's, I was a straight up loose cannon. Straight up loose cannon, and that was that was that was the first time I felt like. I was out of control. Like I had no control over what I was doing. Literally. And that, that messed me up. That scared, that scared them. And after they told me what, what happened, I was like, Oh man, nah, I ain't do that. I ain't do all this. Like, nah, you did. I was like, Whoa, hold on. Um, and that was just cause it had came to a head. Everything does that. Everything that I had been through came to a head then. And they and, and the big thing, they, they was just going through the halls, talking loud, cussing and acting a fool. And I was chilling. I was in my I was in, in my little in my little bags and I'm I'm listening to jazz. I'm, they had to disturb my little crown and my my little jazz. And I asked them to be quiet, bro. And after that, they they started cussing and I they was like, you ain't say nothing, you got up, you walked out the room. And after that, <laughs> It, it it was on, but that that feeling of not being in control, that feeling of not 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 being able to 
to pull really your own self in um, really messed me up. So let's let's um, let's walk into like the second part of this conversation. How how do y'all handle or or um, how do you go about your anger management? Like, what do you do in order to uh, stop yourself from going too far? Like, is anybody have any special tactic? Like, you know, anybody anybody channeling they their inner uh, Tina Turner. And uh, what's that? What's that shit she used to say, bro? I, always, <laughs> I don't know what she was saying in that movie, but you know, I'm about to say anybody, yeah. anybody got anything like that? Nah, man, I do counseling for real. Like that's 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 my thing. I go to counseling even even when I feel like you know everything is solid and I'm on a good foot. I'm still going. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want it to be a point where something slip up and then I'm like, oh man. Here we go. Um, so now nah, counseling, counseling is a big, a big piece in in, in, um, in my stability, man. Yeah. What about you, man? Um, I would say for me, a lot of it is kind of internal, cerebral inside of my head. Um, I mean, y'all have met me. I don't, I really don't get visibly angry very often at all. I can barely count on one hand the number of times that I've been actually angry um there's one time i'm not gonna really go into it because it's yet to be resolved and you know kind of a family thing uh mike knows what i'm talking about that was i'll I'll just i'll just say is um being being misunderstood and misrepresented is is apparently one of my triggers that i found out about very recently and Boy, when I tell you it got me hot, that, that was the, the hottest I've never been in my entire life. Like, I might need to pull this car over and take a minute hot. And, um, huh? I was about to say, let me ask you something. So, like, like, when you hit these moments, don't you almost feel like you're going, like, Super Saiyan 3? Like, like you start. Oh, oh, I'm going to come back. Your, heart, your muscles, like, flex Because I, like, I, got, I got a question for y'all at, um, after, <laughs> after we talk about the management part. Because there's, yeah. But um, but but for me, I you know it's just I think humor helps. You know, being able to laugh about the situation after the fact, and you know, kind of getting outside of the the upset, and you know, just kind of taking that outside looking in, looking and be like, how absurd is this situation? Because you know, on, on the face of it, you know, th- there are some things that you know, yeah, if somebody comes up and attacks you, kind of like what Dave is talking about, um. You know, somebody's punching down, attacking somebody else is weaker than them. You know, it's a righteous fury. And then there's other things that just, you know, somebody gets you go. Somebody you know, hit that last nerve and it's completely irrational. But you just, you you know, you what, what do they say? You're on 10. And, uh, <laughs> and it's just, it, for me, it just takes that kind of stepping back, being like, you know, let, let me really see what, what what's the injury in this situation? What really happened? What what am I really angry about? And then kind of pick it apart, and that helps me kind of deal with it. Now, having said that, I also haven't been in a confrontation that's gotten me angry like what what Dave is talking about. You know, thankfully, the Lord has kind of kept me from 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 that kind of like physical confrontation. You know, I've, I've been in some confrontations, but not quite to that level. But um. Yeah, that's the one that really does it for me is, you know, just I have to take a step back and not necessarily walk it off, cool down, but 
pick it apart and be like, okay, what am I justified on? What do I need to just get over? And um, what's the way forward, I guess. Got it. Got it. Mike, what you do? Sit in it. How you you sit in it? I sit in it. Mm. I embrace it. Mm. I want to feel every bit of my anger and I want to let it move through the way it's supposed to. I don't like to take shortcuts. (laughs) I found that if I try to do something to stop myself from being mad, it's only going to make it worse. And allowing myself to sit in it lets me fully process it and understand it. You know, it's almost like when, you, when you're looking at a flame, you know, the hottest part of the flame. That's, that's the part where you're like, oh, man. So, yeah, I like to sit in it. <laughs> it's almost like I'm comfortable in that realm. You know, from a personality standpoint, um, I sometimes I feel like I'm a naturally negative person, but you all would never see that because of the way I present. You know what I'm saying? I constantly give myself motivation and and positivity so that I can basically speak my life into the way I want to feel, you know, my, my actual nature is, yeah, I I am a pretty, pretty happy person, but I'm also very, um, I'm also very serious. So when I'm in those moments, it allows me just to think clearly And so, yeah, so when I'm angry, which isn't very often because I have an extremely long fuse. So when I get angry, I just need time. It's it's like it's like when you turn when when you're cooking something in a pot and then you turn the pot off. You got to let it simmer, man. Got to let it cool down. Put it in the refrigerator. That's fine. But for me, I have to let it I have to process it. So, yeah, I know you probably was like, oh, man, I'm going to, you know, read a book or, or go sit and, you know, do some 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 Tai Chi or no, no, <laughs> I want to sit in it. I want to feel it. Hmm. And so, <laughs> yeah, I know that's. Yeah. Yeah. You probably that's never heard anybody say man. that. For real. No, man. I feel you. That's, yeah. that's interesting, bro, because I swear when I'm pissed, I, I can't think everything gone. It's yeah. like F, F all of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it, my thought process, hey, I got, I got to, I got to burn. I got to burn it off. I got to do something. Uh, and that's tough. Just that's, that's a whole nother mental strength to be able to just sit there in it. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's well, something. Well, let me tell you why I do that. So um, when I was, when I used to get angry, especially as a younger guy, I would go to, to go work out. Right. And, you know, oh, yeah, you angry. Let's go work out. Right. But listen at this. I would only work out when I was mad. Mm. So I would always channel it when I'm working out. But what happens when you move to a place of peace in your life? True story. I still haven't found... Ever since I stopped being angry, I have not worked out consistently because that was my only source. Mm. I didn't have a foundation built on anything else but anger. So even now, if I'm at the gym, I associate it with rage. I don't have that level of rage anymore. Mm. I don't even listen to music anymore. I'm listening to a podcast like this one. Please like and subscribe. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, nah. I, I feel you. That's 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 heavy. You know what I'm saying? For real. That's 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 the thought process. Like, um, just just even clearing negativity, clearing all that all that type of energy away from you. Um, that's dope. Yeah, for yeah, real. That's, that's huge. So, Keith, I, w- I want to jump back on that on the thing we put a pin in earlier about that 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 white hot that Super Saiyan rage. And I just yeah. want to put it to all of y'all. I mean, and I feel like this is really something in your late teens to your twenties, because you know, all of us, you know, we're we're past our we're in our in our thirties or past our thirties. I mean, have all of y'all felt that that white hot directionless rage deep down inside of you? And were you ever scared by it? Cause I know the first time I felt it and it was like, you know, they, they talk about, you know, old men, you know, the middle monsters, all this kind of stuff. And it's like, you know, I don't, I don't really think it's like that, but I think that deep down inside of most men, if not all men, you know, there's that, that well, that, that, that redness around the edges of your vision that, um, you know, if you give into it, that that's when scary things happen. And it, when I when I first I didn't go into it, I kind of touched on the outside of it. It scared the shit out of me. Hmm. That's interesting, man. Yeah, bro, I done tapped in that shit a bunch. <laughs> but you know what? Like, you know what's funny? You know when it comes out, sports, playing sports, like football, mm-hmm. intramurals, you know, that's like if I'm being real, any fight, like because I haven't gotten a lot of fights in my childhood. I could probably think of like two or three. But most of them have been on a basketball court mm-hmm. or on a football field um, where we're like taught to channel that anger, right? Like, like you want to walk out on this field, piss the fuck off, you know, do want to like, yeah. yes, like beat the living shit out of somebody like, like, you know, for the next 15 to 20 seconds. <laughs> and then you got to turn that shit off as soon as you get off the field. <laughs> Um, so yeah, like, I mean, that's, that's, that's mainly when I, when I felt it. And, and honestly, you know, because playing uh, football in high school, I mean, that's, I would say that was probably the angriest part of my life, you know, um, it, it honestly, like outside of that, outside of the, you know, the, the field or the court, um, I can't really recall any moments where, um, I got pushed that far. i tell you what though, um, I just, I, I, within the last two years I got my concealed uh, uh, license. Um, I'm really glad I got that as an adult, <laughs> as a mature adult in my thirties. Right. Um, you know, somebody in, in early twenties, cause I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, you know, I, I, I probably would have shot somebody by now. Like, yeah. you know, seriously. Um, <laughs> you know. And I mean, I think about it and it's like, for a long time, I would, because you, you guys know me, I, I watch a lot of news, I keep up with international events and stuff like that, and I would see things like, you know, the Arab Spring, uh, the Troubles back in, um, you know, Ireland, Northern Ireland, that kind of stuff, and you would always see these young young guys, always young men, you know, late teens, early 20s, are the main ones that's out there doing all this stuff, and, you know, I'm not going to get into politics, who's right, who's wrong, and everything like that, but... In, in the moment that I was kind of talking about where I kind of touched on it, it was like, I get it. I, I get what drives people to, you know, take up, you know, arms in pursuit of some purpose to kind of try to quench that fire burning inside your chest. And, um, you know, I, obviously a lot of people use that to great effect around the world, but 
it's um it's scary and I, I think that's definitely something that you know the young men in our lives the young men and boys in our lives we have to if they haven't encountered it let them know that hey it's in there and you you, you will encounter it one day and you need to be prepared for it just understanding that and and and, and understanding how to channel it I don't think that I'll ever nobody ever sat down and talked to me about anger growing up. Nobody sat down and talked to me about, yo, look, that wasn't normal for you to go off and, and punch somebody. You know what I'm saying? It was more so you get detention, you gonna get your behind when you get home, da 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 da. But nobody was like, yo, what's really going on? What was what was what was the what what was the thought process behind that? Why why did you do that? And then if, if they ask me why did I do that, then they was telling me, I know why you were bad. You were da 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 da. And never even got the chance to, you know what I'm saying? Ever even even explain it, man. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was it was those type type moments. Nobody ever sat down and be like, yo, you're gonna be so pissed off to a point where you ain't gonna be able to deal with that. So now let's figure, let's let's put some let's put some stuff in, in place. So when you do encounter it, you have tools in your toolbox to be able to 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 control the situation in which you're in. And I don't think that we even think about that when it comes to these young men. Because we always talk about these just crazy. Yeah. These just just wilding. Yeah. I mean, there, there's even a young man, you know, he's not directly in my life and it kind of sucks because I'm not in a position to really help him out the way I want to. But I just, you know, ever since I've known him since he was like five or six years old, just angry just mad all and you know not even necessarily like in every single moment but you can see it threaded through all of his actions and all his interactions and you know he's 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 almost an adult now and it's like man i really hope that god sends you somebody in your life to help you diffuse some of that because you can just watch it grow and grow and grow and consume a person to where every interaction that they that they that they have is suffused with that that anger and that just, you know, right there on the thread of lashing out every every single time they come into contact with somebody. Uh, See, them, 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 them make the best football players. Bro. <laughs> that's, 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 <laughs> we just need to get this brother on the field. That's all. I really <laughs> like I, and I, I, I'm, I'm, I say that jokingly, you know, but in all honesty, man, bro, like, like it's crazy. It as is. A kid, you know, especially if, if if anybody who played, even if you played baseball, bro, like, like. Sports is it's 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 almost like you're you're almost like a gladiator, you know what I'm saying? And I and that, not as violent, right? I ain't, I ain't trying to say like <laughs> we ain't leaving heads on the field. Is key, baby. Heads. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But at the same time, you got to think like in a lot of sports, you have to impose your will onto another person. You gotta you gotta almost break that other person's will in order for you to you know become a champion, you know. At least, at least, you know, I'm, I'm speaking from the context of football. Like I know in football, I mean, when that ball is hiked for the next five to 10 seconds, you literally got to put everything you got into like breaking this man's spirit in front of you, <laughs> you know, to where he don't want to catch another ball. He don't want to get up. He don't want to see the next play. You know what I'm saying? You know, and and now you got to do that within the context of time and then the rules, right? You know, and so I, I say all of that to like, you know, kind of like the Mike's point where like he, he used to work out. 
personally for me, like when I when I get to the because like even as an adult, even somebody in my thirties, I still get hot. Um, and 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 nine times out of ten, it's from work. Like it's, it's somebody <laughs> done tried me at work. And and I told you, like when them moments happen, like bro, I've been in meetings. It'd be like you know four or five people in a room, and you know people take jabs, bro. Like you know, especially you know if if if, if you're a minority and, and you're the only one on the team. You know, I mean, you, you got to be damn near perfect or twice as good, right? And, you know, if they if they taking jabs and jabs and jabs, bro, like, eventually, I'm a swing. You know, and, bro, like, I ain't even, you you taking jabs, bro. I'm I'm doing a Sharyuken, you know, if, if <laughs> a, 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 a street fighter, bro. I'm, I'm coming with the uppercut, bro. Like, I've been in meetings where I literally have to get up and walk out. And they be like, well, where's Keith going? Like, bro, like, like it's He's going away from the charge. Talk. Bro, like it's it's like listen. If I don't go home right now, somebody is gonna get me arrested today. Like that's all that's gonna happen. You know, like I have to get up and go for a walk. And then you know, while I'm on my walk, I'm talking to God and I'm listening to music. You know, it usually start off with something real angry, like you know, some Slim Shady or something. Some Pastor like Troy. <laughs> yeah, Pastor Troy. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, maybe some uh, some Jeezy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but then but then on the way back, we playing y- Yolanda Adams. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Kurt Franklin. You know? You gotta bring it full oh, circle. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh it's 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 yeah, I mean you're gonna have those moments. Like people are gonna try you, you know, especially in like in this day and age where like I mean, you know, racism went from being extremely overt, you know, through Jim Crow, then it sort of went covert. But you know, since, since since our boy Trump got in, you know, some of these some of these people have been flexing real hard, and so like you know, I mean, like like we just we all just watched the the verdict for Rittenhouse. You know what I'm saying? And you sitting back and you watching, and you like really, you know what I'm saying? Like 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 like, it's, it's, and that's just a, Ooh, a why you say the, something about comment. that, bro? Man, I've been trying to be totally I've been trying to be totally quiet about that. But the longest, bro, I swear, I have, man. But, but for real, for real, it's, man, look, I tell everybody when I'm teaching the concealed carry class, man, you if you, if you take that, you will understand exactly why he got off on every doggone charge, straight up, like yeah. from 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 the get go. He obtained the weapon legally. Soon as he did that, what else was they gonna say? Right. Like honestly, we know what the intent was, and we know what his heart was to do. But whenever you know what I'm saying, he I fear for my life. Yep, bro. And they hit him with that skateboard and kicked him. Yep, that opened a door for him to let loose. And guess what? Yep. He did. And when he sat in there, he started crying. And guess what that did? Made him the victim. <laughs> and guess what he at now? At home. No, he on TV, bro. <laughs> he about to make a movie and make paid. some books, like That's for real. Yeah, like, yeah. like to be totally honest with you, whenever all of those, whenever you put those, put it in the sequence and start looking at stuff like that, bro, he created himself as the victim, fear for his life, anytime and almost any state protect life. Exactly. My issue is that you know, and this is the issue I think a lot of people got with it is that he feared for his life, but. My man, you the one that went out there. You feel facts? Me? Like, 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 you the one <laughs> cross state lines. Facts. Cross state I got lines. It. I got to go it. Go get in the fight, but just really just to stand there 
And, and kind of like what, what I like, like David say, I dare you to try me. Right. I dare you to try me. <laughs> I'm gonna let you get the first lick, but I promise you, you're gonna be on the ground before the second one. You know, and, and, absolutely, and that's, and that's and that's the issue. It, absolutely, and it, it, is it wrong? It's wrong. It, it's wrong as all get out. Yeah. It is, but guess it's what? Legally. It's the law, but it's yeah, the law. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And we could be so. pissed off about it all day, and it it, it was wrong, but it was illegally. It's legit. Put them boys up in Georgia and get it right. Man. They got problems now. Yeah. Yo, hey, shout out to everybody that listened to us in, 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 in Georgia. Um, I encourage every brother and sister in that state to go get something. <laughs> like, Man. Legally. Man. Legally. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't like legally like get get the license, carry it on your man, because and that's by that county, baby. It's easy for y'all to get it. So, yes, sir. Do that Absolutely. immediately. Fact, I want to say Naga's headquarters. Yes, it is. It's yes, sir. Atlanta, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, it's tons of training out there, man. Like, you know, if y'all in, in that state, yo, go get something, man. Because what happened to Amar Arbery, that shit should not happen to anybody else ever again. So. Man, let, for real, when and, and man, now we on this, man. My Keith, tell us what Naga is. Naga, yeah, uh, what is it? I, f- I forget the exact acronym. I'm probably gonna butcher it, but um, and then I'm about to say, uh, David, you probably know it, but National African American Associ- uh, Gun Association. Uh, you got it. You dead on. Yeah. Dead on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, I used to know the um, cause I get the emails. I'm actually a member. Um, and the brother that started it, um, I mean, started it from a real honest, you know, good place, man. I mean, you know, he, uh, he talked about, you know, how, you know, they, the other side got the NRA <laughs> and they don't seem to be, you know, too, too much in our favor, especially since that Mofa act. So, you know, he, he started this up for us yeah. and, um, you know, they've been doing a lot of positive things, man, across the country. And so, um, I'm, I'm a big supporter of that, of that movement. Yes, sir. Um, hey, man, I, I, I always, I, I, I tell everybody, get into it as recreation. Get into to, to shooting and understanding firearms as recreation. Because right. if you do it for recreation, then when it's time for self-defense, you're already ready to go. Straight up. Yo, this has been an awesome discussion. Um, I want to hit it on a high, man. Like, <laughs> you know, just to... I guess I guess like let's let's just go around the room, man. Like you know, share share what 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 your holiday plans are. You know, for Thanksgiving, if if anybody got that crazy auntie or uncle coming over, that's you know gonna be drunk when they show up or high. You know, anybody <laughs> like what's 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 everybody' holiday plans, man? What's what's Thanksgiving looking like tomorrow for y'all? Man. I know I'm just kind of keeping it a little bit low key. You know, still trying to. Make it through through 2020, uh, 2020 and 2021, but um, just going to spend some time with family, some good times. I know, you know, my brother, you know, he, he found out about some purchases that I made. Now he wants to go and uh, work on his <laughs> firearm proficiency. So we're going to be out there a little bit. So hey, it'll be a good time. That's what's up. That's what's up. Hey, man. Chill. What about you, Mike? What you got, what you got going on for uh, Turkey Day? Man, we actually have um one of our one of our close friends came from out of town. She's gonna hang out with us for a couple of days. Otherwise, just kind of keep it low key. 
Who 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 doing the majority of the cooking? Is it is it is it y'all or is it is it is it your uh, your guests coming in? <laughs> you gonna put them to work? Oh <laughs> um, well, <laughs> I, I I think I think the lady she's gonna probably knock out most of it. You know, cooking is her thing anyway. Hey. She likes to cook, and I you know I joke in our house that um she's a celebrity chef. So like um when we have the big events, that's when she pulls out the big guns. But the day to day regular stuff, that's probably me. So, so yeah, she'll she probably she, she doesn't. Hmm? I know how to do it, man. He made them friends with connections and his hey, you know what I'm saying? Thanksgiving <laughs> <laughs> network, baby. Yo, shout out network. to Yo, hey, Mike. I was telling Mike, I was talking about planning the trip. Mike was like, "Oh, I can only go on trips with private chefs now." I was like, what? Like, excuse me, that he was like, "Yeah, bro, right. you, got, you got to get on my level." Like, okay. Listen. Changed man. my life, man. We, we, you know, back to the, the episode we, we t- talked about Tennessee. I actually went to Tennessee and in our cabin, I didn't know this, but um, I knew we had a chef, but we actually hired a traveling chef. You know, he drove from North Carolina to Tennessee. It was amazing. Absolutely amazing. You're on vacation. Cooking is the last thing you want to worry about. And, you know, in relation to what we got, it really wasn't that expensive. But just imagine you, you're literally on vacation. You wake up, breakfast is ready. You go on an excursion. You know, you, you shoot a text. Hey, we're not coming back for lunch. You good? Hit us at dinner. Great. So I mean, it it was wonderful. And, you know, don't get me wrong. We we ate extremely well. I'm talking <laughs> for real, for real. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I did. I told Keith. I said, man, listen, if you don't have a private chef, I can't come. It's like that. <laughs> Straight up, bro. Bro, he said like private that. chef yeah. and excursions. Yeah. Bro, like I'm I'm used to going down the street, get something to eat, and going to the pool. Like that's, hey. that's those are my vacations. <laughs> man. So, man. David, what you got going on, man? Hey, I'm about to say you frying a turkey or you grilling? Like, nah, what's... man, we cooling. You know what I'm saying? We going to to um, Mom Duke's house, man, and um, they doing all that wifey. She gonna do a uh, cheesecake, and um, I'm gonna do some collard greens. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and that's gonna be it from us, bro. We gonna, we gonna enjoy everybody else's labor. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, we cooler, man, for real. Dope, Shoot, man, dope. Man. Yeah, man, we out here in Texas. You know, it's a uh, uh, surprisingly, it's it's a, a decent little squad of people we don't met from Florida. So we don't we don't kind of linked up, and so uh, we we got a couple a uh, couple people coming over tomorrow. Um, I'm. My wife is. We didn't do a whole turkey this year, you know, because um, usually we don't we don't put it all down. But we, we bought some turkey legs, some turkey breasts, and then I'm I'm smoking half of it, so I gotta get my behind up in the morning. Yeah, you gotta get up early. Yeah, dude. You know, and then she uh she, she gonna fry the other half. So you know, that sounds good. Be, should, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, yes, sir. Uh, well, hey man, I appreciate y'all brothers, man, once again for another another episode man great discussions you know um to our listeners like you know once again thank y'all for tuning in uh, appreciate y'all just giving us the time of day and hopefully you know this, the conversations that we're having right now can be a blessing on to somebody else um if you're if you're out there and, you, and this is a a heavy topic for you and it's hitting home um by all means man like you know please you know to, to mike's point um seek help you know and and, and per- you know, I would say to you know agree with Mike. Um, professional help is preferred, but you know if, if if that's not 
um, you know, available for your resources, then, you know, by all means, man, like reach out to a friend or a family member that you trust or, or even go to your local church and talk yeah. to your, your pastor or, or elder or, or whoever's available, man, you know? And then honestly, like, you know, yo, like, like, you know, you know, just being real, you can always open up the one of us, man. You know, I mean, we, we, yeah, just to drop your, you know, our, our, our contact information one more time. You got our Facebook at FYF pod, um, Instagram, FYF pod, and then our email, FYF pod at gmail.com. And then, you know, we got our voicemail where you can hit us up 407-243-8449. Um, you know, now I'm gonna tell you straight up, I ain't no therapist. So don't, don't, <laughs> don't look for sound <laughs> advice right. to be given, but you know, I mean, you know, we, 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 we four brothers that have, um, you know, I, I would say we've experienced a, a decent amount of life to where I feel like, you know, provided whatever situation, you know, you may have going on, we could, we could offer our, our two cents, you know, but again, professional advice is always, um, advised. So, all right, man. Well, to, to that, um, y'all got any closing remarks? Anybody, anybody got anything y'all want to end with? Hey man, y'all just be blessed out there. You know what I'm saying? Like we already said, seek help and uh, take some time to really enjoy family for real, man. Because uh, tomorrow's not promised. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, listen. With that being said, we're talking about tomorrow not being promised. Um, our new co-host is playing with ammunition, and that noise you all probably heard was him <laughs> dropping it. No, I will not edit that out the show. It's a dummy round, sir. We 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 talking about life and and health and this man playing with ammo. Appreciate all the you. Live Thank stuff you, is in the closet. <laughs> hey man, I'll see stay ready, man. On blast. You stay ready. Yeah. You ain't got to get ready. That's <laughs> right. Go. That's right. He just he just jealous. That's all. I know. <laughs> He's in DC. He had yeah, he Exactly. Oh man, I love it. It is mm-hmm. hilarious because I'm like, oh man, he just had... and then I look, I can tell it was a dummy round. <laughs> That's fine. It might come hey, back. He's right, playing man. with a round. Oh, hey, have y'all seen these these propaganda videos online to discourage people from deep frying turkeys? And I know these videos are being planted. Tinfoil hat time, y'all. You see these videos where there's someone frying something, and then then. They show the scene blow up with the cartoon sound effects, and I'm like, okay, this is this is anti deep fire propaganda. Yeah. Uh, I want to let everybody know I rebuke it, I disagree with it, and it's it, it goes against all my personal beliefs. That's so, right. Yes. Like you tell them, you take it straight out the freezer, that's frost right, frost on it and everything, keep it underneath right. your awning, and just dump it straight in, full <laughs> go all in. That's a lie. Don't listen to that. Thaw it out. Don't let it, don't keep all the moisture <laughs> off of it. Put it in the backyard away from structures and stay safe, people. <laughs> man, you fry no chicken. You, you damn sure better not be frying no turkey. Please That's don't. If you're in the DC area, there there's um there are places out here that'll do it for free if you bring your turkey. Um they just ask for a donation, you know, for their charity. I'm sure in your city, wherever you are, there might be people that can assist you. You can purchase one. But yeah, like he said, if you've never fried chicken, please don't try to fry a turkey. Bro, different, bro, different I'm situation. Sorry, man. I'm sorry, you just hit a nerve, bro. <laughs> Tell me why I wanted some mumbo sauce so bad earlier today. It didn't make oh, no sense. <laughs> yeah, you want me? You want me to sing? Well, I was hot, man. I was, bro. I need it, bro. I had some fries. <laughs> And they had some Larry season salt on them. I'm like, man, I need me some mumbo sauce. 
Ladies and gentlemen, if you can't tell by now, all of us are country as hell. <laughs> with, that, with that being said, God bless everybody. Y'all have, y'all have a blessed one. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, take care and looking forward to y'all I'm talking to y'all on the next episode. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>